Hey you, welcome to Thirst, I'm Neil, and today we have something super special for you guys. I'm going to be chatting with Jennifer Aiden from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. If you aren't familiar with her, she was one of the new housewives from last season, and I mean, if you've been keeping up with Jersey, you might know that the new housewives on Jersey have not been the greatest, and Jennifer has been something really, really special. I, she's honestly one of my favorites. It's been interesting because the fan base was split. You either love Jennifer or love Jackie, and I was just team Jennifer. And I think it was mostly because she showcased her values and her tradition so unapologetically that it, I just really gravitated towards her. My values and cultural traditions are a little bit different than your typical Jersey girl. I was born in Queens, New York, but my parents, when they came here, still wanted me to marry somebody within our culture. Growing up, you guys were so strict. You didn't let me do anything. My mother was like, what do you want? You want the club guy? You're not going to get it all. And I used to say, I'm going to get it all. It was so frustrating. Yeah, but in the end, we were half happy, aren't you? My husband's name is actually Nabil, but we all call him Bill for short. He was born and raised in Turkey. My husband's so fashion. He doesn't like cleavage. He doesn't like anything short. Yeah. Are you serious? Yep. I'm home. Hey, baby. He's a plastic surgeon. So, you know, I enjoy a little bit of luxury. Bill, if you're home, can you come to the bedroom? We just moved into our new home. It's spectacular. It has nine bedrooms, a movie theater, a gym, a spa, 16 bathrooms. Yes, I know 16 bathrooms is a lot, but that's what the architect told me to do. And something that was actually so shocking was on social media, there was like a lot of like racist comments and people really just tearing down her traditions. And it just social media and the housewives culture has become very like ugly and it makes me very sad. But Jennifer really is just one of those women that she gives zero fucks about what anybody thinks about her. And I just really, really love that. But before we jump into my interview with Jennifer, I need to talk about the latest episode of Vanderpump Rules. Raquel and James were doing some comedy work unintentionally that was next level. So what did you say? Did you sell the did you sell the idea to them? Like balloons and games yeah, and drinks and food? I told them everything. I told them everything. See, I mean look at all these flyers I made. I know, and I spent These aren't cheap. They're missing out. This puppy party is gonna be amazing. And I don't understand why they don't want to come to my puppy party. Screw them. I'm over it. They're lost. They're not they're they're now uninvited. Okay, who's Charles Manson? Huh? I mean, between Raquel not knowing who Charles Manson is and James Kennedy printing flyers for his puppy party and complaining about how much it was to print them, this is why this is the greatest show on television. Say what you want about James, Raquel, and Billy Lee, but I think that we need this new rise up and be full-time. I want to see more of them. They're so great and they really remind me of kind of the messier first seasons and i think the old cast i really think that there needs to be a shake-up i'm i britney and Jax can go i'm kind of over stassi i think the tom tom should have their own show i just am ready for a shake-up in vanderpump rules and i'm just really disappointed that the og cast has kind of shut out raquel james and billy lee because this episode kind of was a taste of you know what they could be and what they can bring to the show. Anyway, I'm excited to see what the rest of the season has in store. I'm hoping that we see a lot more of James and Raquel. I love watching them as a couple. I want to see them interact with the cast more.
and maybe I hope to see a little bit more of Billy Lee. I hope to see what she's going to do. She seems batshit crazy, and I heard she goes crazy at the reunion. So let's hope these three kind of get their moment, and the cast can start welcoming them a little bit more. Uh, but either way, let me take a break, and I'll be right back, and we're going to get Jennifer on the phone. Hey, you is here. <laughs> I know in my gut I will fall. <laughs> Over 200 reality shows. Good stuff. That does sound nice. Download and watch on the go. Man down. What have I done? Binge series from the very beginning. That I want to try. Go to heyyou.ca or download the app to get your favorite reality shows for $5.99 per month. Hey, you. Reality on demand. Poor gals. They better watch out. <laughs> All right, we have Jennifer Aiden, the MVP of the Real Houses of New York. Welcome, Jennifer. How are you? Oh, thank you so much. Wow, I'm honored to have that title. Oh, I thought you came in hot. You saved the season. I mean, New Jersey has had some rocky uh, new housewives, but you really delivered. So congrats on a great first season. Thank you so much. Um, Okay, so we have some... I agree uh, with you, by the way. Yes, you came in hot, and I'm so excited. I know you can't really indulge a lot on what's currently being filmed, but are you holding any grudges, or are you walking in completely blank slate? No, no, no. I'm walking in completely blank slate. I mean, one thing about me and Neil is that I get over things really quickly. I have a very lighthearted personality. I make a joke out of everything. I tease people. I love being butt of a joke, like nothing really bothers me. I get mad about something. I get really, really heated. And then the next day, like, I'm over it. Like, let's move on. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. Let's go. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great trait about a housewife because it keeps the story moving. It keeps us. I know there's some other cities where the stories get dragged on, but, you know, that's great. Um, was it difficult also, to kind of. It's also like the key. The, it's also the key to a really good relationship. I mean, my True. husband and I, we can get into like a little fight I can be mad at him about something like profusely one night and then the next day we wake up he goes to work and he texts me like oh hey babe so it's like I don't even remember and then I'll talk to my girlfriend she'll be like weren't you mad at him I'm like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's how it is Speaking of your husband, I mean, a lot of couples that previously do the housewives say that it's kind of a form of therapy. What is like one thing you learned that you've been able to like kind of apply to your relationship? Oh my God. I mean, for us, for me, like the the show has been great in in reviving our relationship. Like my husband and I, we had gotten into a we had gotten into a routine. We had gotten it's almost like you're on autopilot. You know, I was always with the kids. He was at work when he would come home, and then we moved into our new house. And we moved into our new house. Um, we we love to cater, right? We love to cater to people. We love to have people over. We have people over. He's with the guys in the pool house. I'm with the wives in the kitchen. And we got into this routine where we like, you know, stopped hanging out together. Yeah. It was it was together, but it was separate. And now with the show, um, there's like a little extra stuff in his stuff. I don't know. Like, you know, when when I'm going out, if I have something to do, I'm like, you know, can you come with me? Because you know, he has a very busy schedule. And now if he has free time, he automatically chooses to spend with me which is Aww, great. And so when we go sweet. out and he's like holding on to me a little tighter, holding my hand a little bit more. I mean, he's, 
very old school. He's very chivalrous. Like he will open the door for me. He's always done that. He'll open the car door for me. He'll unlock it for me and open the door for me to get him. He's always been like that, but he's kind of come back to that now since the show. And it's been great for our relationship. Oh my God. That's so great to hear. Um, speaking of which, this is one of the things that we, I mean, I personally loved was just the fact that you brought this new, fresh, traditional views to the housewives that we really haven't seen specifically in New Jersey, but, um, like how challenging was it to kind of put it all out there and, you know, with social media, people have very strong opinions. Has it been kind of difficult, kind of the feedback? Um, listen, the comments definitely are a tough pill to swallow. You know, when I realized that people were not all going to like me, I never assumed it would be for the reasons that they're not liking me. Like, I'm so far mm. from being a snob. I'm far from being a braggart. I mean, when I moved into this house, when I first started filming, it was, I had just moved into my new house. And I don't come from this. Like, this is all new to me, too. So, and, and people are curious about it, and they ask questions, and I don't want to be like those snobby people where it's like, oh, they don't deserve my breath. I'm not going to tell them I'm not my big, beautiful yeah. mansion. No, it was like, let me share it with you. Well, okay, I know you're curious. You're wondering how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms. So it kind of came across as bragging, and I see that now, and I'm definitely more conscious now about it. Now it's like, but, but then people get people want to ask questions and if I don't answer I'm being a pretentious snob that's too good to talk to them but if I do answer I'm at the risk of being a braggart so I realize now that like yeah. I can't win I can't <laughs> win no matter what I do any any anyone that I speak to that I technically have more than will always consider me as a braggart and that's it you know yeah that's, that's it and 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 it's a it's above average in the town that I live in. So what am I going to do? Just, I'm not going to speak to anybody. No, that's not my forte. Like I'm a talker. Obviously I can't shut the fuck up. I keep speaking all the time. Like that's what I do. I have the gift of gab. So I'm not going to change who I am. So, you know, it's definitely, it was a little disconcerting seeing all the comments. Yeah. And then I realized, you but know what, when you're in the public eye, people are going to talk about you. And listen, I come from a culture as such that we gossip in our culture. Like we talk about the new things that people have or the new houses that people have. So people were already talking about me before I was on the show. People from my culture, yeah. from my community, they're like, oh, did you see that big house that they built? And, you know, did you see she's off doing this? And she's so people, they're always going to talk. So if you're not yeah, going to hit the mute button, and no matter what you do is not going to change them, then you know what? I should just do whatever the hell I want because <laughs> they're not going to change anytime soon. And I'm not living my life in order to please people. I'm living my life in order to please myself and my children and my husband and my family. Like that's that's what's important to me. So if you don't like me, hey, I'm not going to win them all, right? Can't win them all. Yeah, 100%. You can't. Um, did your family in Turkey watch, by the way? Like, did they have access to watch the show? They do not. Um, they can get some glimpses of it on YouTube. The show, for some reason, is banned in their country or just not, a, not never brought to their country, so they don't get to see it. I, I'll send them the episodes when I have it, and, and they get to watch that way, or they'll see clips on YouTube. They're very proud of it. They don't get it. They don't get it. They did have a show over yeah. there that was similar format. It wasn't popular. It didn't take, so it got canceled. So they get the gist of it. 
Um, but they don't really understand, like, how popular it is in American culture. They don't get it. Yeah, it's like a phenomenon here. <laughs> it is. It's, um, it's crazy. And that was yeah, one of my like, for wanting to be a part of it. You know, like, it's just, I mean, with all the bad that comes from it, there's so much more good. And I feel like in life, people always want to concentrate on the bad. Like, you know, like, because I hire nannies, right? And they're like, oh, my God, you remember that one nanny that put the kid in the freezer? You remember that? And I'm just like, listen, there's a lot of people out there hiring nannies and babysitters. You only hear about the bad stories. And when you yeah, hear them, it's you true. that as your example. You can't, you can't live life that way. That's like one in a million. Yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> so I, I should go outside and breathe. I should have gone. I, mean, I just heard a story like a few weeks ago in Jersey. Some some off-duty cop was pumping gas with his son. His son just got a brand new car. He just got his license. And and, a, and someone that was high on drugs went over the divider, ran them both over, decapitating them both. I mean, you never oh know when it's your time. It's, it's so crazy. So we can't sit here and try to figure it out. Let's not try to figure it out and live day by day. Yeah, and you can't live in fear, really. You just got to go out and tackle the day. That's it. You can't live in fear. And um, it's show business. People are not always going to like me, but some people are going to love me. And all I really care about is how people treat me in person. You know, as long as they're not throwing anything at me or, you know, <laughs> you know, like ranting on me in some verbiage in a restaurant when I'm with my kids. Uh, and for the most part, in person, people are really lovely. They come up to me and they're like, I'm sorry to bother you. And I'm like, no, are you kidding? Like, it's no bother. I know what it's like. I was a fan of the show before I came on. So I get it. I know that you may not get to see me again and you want your picture. And I totally make people feel comfortable and welcome when they come up to me. I get it. I'm no, I love that. Um, but speaking of you being a fan of the show, do you think that kind of helped you or hurt you when kind of trying to mesh with the new girls or was it fairly easy? You know what? Looking back on it, I think in my first few episodes, it kind of hurt me because um, you got to understand, I'm watching these girls on TV, right? So there's yeah. like a very fine line that I'm now crossing over. And now I'm with women that I've kind of like looked up to and admired and found very entertaining one way or the other. And now I'm in a circle with them. And now I have to voice my opinion when, you know, in real life, if I was a fan and I met them, I would not tell them the things that pissed me off about them. And I would not be vocal. So I kind of held back a little bit in the beginning because I just wanted everybody to like me. And then, yeah, and I feel like there was a lot of, there was a lot of times where I could have stuck up for myself and I didn't, um, I didn't because it's like, you know, I just wanted them to like me. And it was like that, that aura of like, wow, I'm like, what the housewives now? And then like, after a minute I had to wake up and be like, wait a second, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I'm not a fan anymore. Like I'm one of them. <laughs> and if I'm thinking something, I should be vocal and, and have the courage to say it like I would if it was my regular friends. So in the yeah, beginning, 100%. it seemed like a little bit to get my my feet wet. I'm not going to lie. Like, there was a lot of times when, like, I probably was thinking a lot of things but didn't say it. And yeah, fair this enough. Season, this season is not like that. I'm completely comfortable with the girls. They're my bitches. They're my bros. Yes. And <laughs> getting 100%. So um, good. I love that. 
Um, okay, what's one piece of advice you would give to somebody trying to maintain, like, you know, the traditions of their family, but also adapting to American culture? Well, listen, at the end of the day, everybody has to do the formula that works best for them. So for me, I'm first generation here. Like, I was born here. My parents came here off the boat, didn't speak English. And everything that I learned from them was all they knew, and that was Turkish culture. Yet I was going out to an American school. My friends were American, and then I'm learning American culture, and I'm seeing as I get older that there's a difference. And when yeah. you're younger, you don't get to appreciate. Like, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't proud of my culture growing up. Like, I, I didn't like telling people I was Turkish. I didn't like, you know, I was embarrassed about it. Yeah, and I get so that. like the older, you know, the older I got, the more proud I was of it. And and now I'm so grateful for it because I feel like I get the best of both worlds. So I feel like if you do come from a different culture, embrace that because that's what you have. You have the best of both worlds now because there are beautiful things about Amer- American culture, you know, that we, we, in, we instill love. Right. We instill yes. love and we instill like no judgment. And, and in other cultures, it's kind of not like that. It's like, oh, wait, this is the way of the word for thousands of years. And that's how we have to keep to it. And the thing I love about American culture is because, you know, you can live the dream here. Anything is possible here. Yes. So I feel like, you know, it just embrace the best things about both cultures and just make it work for you, whatever your formula has, happens to be. You know, for me, I like the idea of having an arranged marriage. And when I say arranged, I mean setting somebody up. Like, look, I got, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you're not going to marry a troll, okay? Like, yeah. I'm going to be good looking. You're good looking. She's good looking. Both good families, same community, same culture. Look, marriage is hard. Marriage is constant compromise. Whether you marry Prince Charming or marry a high school sweetheart, one day, you're going to get pissed off at each other and yeah, you just have to, and it's very easy to give up. I get it. It's yep. easy to give up. It's, it's harder to make it work, but it's, it's more worth it because at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Oh, I don't do, I'm going to, after five years with you, I don't like you anymore. I fell in love with someone new. Okay, fine. You fell in love with someone new. After five years later, you don't like them anymore. Now you fall in love with someone new. By the time it's your third rodeo, you realize <laughs> that it's not the person it's the process. Yeah. That's what happens when you're with someone for a long time. And then you look back and you're like, fuck, I, I broke up a family. I thought this was love. When in the yeah. end of the day, it's all the same shit. So I feel like, you know, if you could just ride this wave out with your partner, if you can, and stick it out. At the end of the day, you just want someone to grow old with. You know, you just want yep. your companion, your best friend. And it, the formula doesn't always work, right? You buy 100 apples, there's bound to be one spoiled one. So it's not across the norm, but it's what, it's what worked for me. You know, yeah. I feel like if I had married an American guy, I probably would have divorced him three times already with what <laughs> Bill and I have gone through in our lives. Bill and yeah. I have been some tough stuff, you know, and, you know, the working and the moving around. I lived in Michigan for, for, a, for two years. Oh, wow. And... Um, not like just being so old school and not helping so much when it came to the kids. And, and then I see like my friends who have American husbands and the American husbands are changing diapers. I have been never changed a diaper. <laughs> like if I even asked him to change a diaper and my mother-in-law was around, she would give me the dirtiest look. Like, what did you just do? How dare you? You know? Yeah. And it's so, 
it's so outrageous. It's like, wait a second, this is his cup, but it's just the mentality. So yeah. I'm not going to sit here and argue with them. I'm going to give them the respect that they deserve, give my respect to my marriage that it deserves. And, you know, now Bill and I are stronger for it. For all the ups and downs, we know each other. And that's one thing I love about him is that I don't have to walk on eggshells when I'm around my husband. Like the crazy that the women see on vacation, that's the crazy that he deals with every day. People have this, like, <laughs> like they think that he dictates my life and that he can't. Oh, no, honey. No, honey. No, I tell him what's going down. I tell him how it's going down. And sometimes he'll give me an eye roll and walk away, and sometimes he'll laugh at me. But uh, yeah, fair we enough. both pick and choose our battles. You know, we're both very present in our marriage and I see things that he feels strongly about I comply and then there's things that I feel strongly about that he complies and that's what makes it work because the respect is always there and that's what I love about my marriage is that like you have to respect each other I don't give a fuck if you don't love me anymore but you're always gonna have to respect me yeah oh that's such good advice I love that yeah baby I could write a book (laughs) you really should (laughs) <laughs> you should be on the phone for a while. You'd be like, oh, this is a 10-minute podcast. Oh, no, honey. People are going to be like, she's going to shut up. <laughs> you should be doing marriage counseling calls, especially for people know, that right? come from the Middle Eastern culture because right. it gets kind but of yes, come, Tell me your marital problems. All right, doctor. <laughs> well, I hate my husband. Hmm. Well, you know what? That's normal. It's completely normal to hate him sometimes. No, but I really hate him. I, I picture, like, how I'm going to kill him. Well, that, that's actually a very good sign of a healthy relationship. It's true. They're making you feel an emotion. <laughs> that's right, because you know what? The opposite of love is not hate. If you hate him, that means you love him enough to hate him. The opposite wanna... of love is indifference. It's yeah. when you don't give a shit anymore. So if you really hate him, then there's hope. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love that. If you hate him, there's hope. <laughs> if you hate him, there's hope. Um, okay, let's shift gears to talk about, because you've now, as much as you've entered the New Jersey housewife realm, you've entered kind of the whole national housewife scheme, and you were at the Andy Cohen baby shower, right? Yes, I was, honey. That's okay, right. so... I was there. I was there <laughs> and I was with Lisa Renna. And Kyle and me and Marlo oh my God, and, and so... everybody was so awesome and it was epic and I was just I was really enamored with everybody there. I had to say I'm just like I kept telling the truth. I'm sure you gotta pinch me. <laughs> yes, everybody was so. I mean, Erica brought everybody around to drinks. Andy was so. Not, I mean, Andy was like in his glory. He was smiling from ear to ear. Um, it was nice. It was very nice. I mean, John Mayer was there. John Mayer was there. So, I don't know enough about John Mayer, but like people are like, John Mayer's there. I'm like, hey, awesome. That's, that's right. <laughs> me, for me, Andy Cohen is more of a big deal than John Mayer for me. Yeah, um, me too. And I was like, well, I'm just, I'm just like drunk off of Andy right now, just <laughs> enjoying that. Who was, was the amazing. nicest and who was the most off-putting if you had to pick? Um, I would have to say the nicest Oh, the nicest. I don't know. I think Erica Jane was the nicest to me. Um, and off-putting, like nobody, nobody, no, everybody was nice. There wasn't one person that I interacted with um, that that was, I mean, you know, nobody, really nobody. nobody. Okay. I think everybody was just in a very good mood. 
Yeah, true. It was a fun occasion. No one's trying to be That's messy. That's what it is. Everybody was very like excited to be there, and everybody was talking about how it was epic, and it was just there was nobody off putting. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I was nervous. I'm like, oh, the girls from Atlanta are here. I'm like, yeah. Hello. You know, they're just like a little intimidating, um, but they were welcoming. Marlo was like, you know, I was like, hi, how are you? She's like, good. How are you liking your first season? And I was like. And, you know, it's a, it was a little brutal with the comments. I'm not going to lie. I kind of wasn't expecting that. She's like, girl, all you need to do is be yourself and cash them checks. <laughs> and I was like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. When you put it that way, sure. She's like, you just do your thing and be you and always be authentic to who you are and just let the haters hate. Yeah, that's like, great okay, advice. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, how was Ramona Singer? I've seen that uh, Dolores was very yes. vocal about the fact that yes. she wasn't the nicest so, at Watch What Happens Live. No. But Ramona, have you had a good encounter? Ramona, no. No encounter with her, actually. No encounter. Um, I don't even think she acknowledged me. But um, I don't even know if she knew who I was. She walked past me a few times. I did look at her to see if we made eye contact, but in all honesty, we didn't. So it, she, you know, there was nothing from her. And we weren't either here nor there. Yeah, it's very Ramona. And there's probably a lot going on, too. It was a big function. Um, okay, so let's close out with some rapid-fire questions. Um, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Um, dead or alive, okay. Um. Jennifer Lawrence. Ooh, good one. Jennifer Lopez. All the Jennifers at the table. <laughs> I know, right? Be like, it's like my three favorite days, okay? J-La, J-La, J-Lo, J-La, and J-Jin. Hello, hi. I love that. <laughs> um, um, we'll, um, one more. One more. Oh, okay. You're not going to know this one, but I'll tell you. Her name is Miriam Uzali. She and is an actress in Turkey that played an iconic woman, Hurem Sultan, who was the queen. Um, she was a sultan in the 1500s to the um, sultan that was there. She was the queen of the harem, and she was like, this actress played her in a very popular Turkish soap opera called Musa uh, Yüzyıl, which is actually translated to The Magnificent Century. It's this, this soap opera took over Turkish pop culture. It became iconic. Every single uh, episode was an hour and 45 minutes. When oh you God. want to talk about, when you want to talk about drama, and intense, like a telenovela got nothing, got nothing on this soap opera, okay? From beginning to end, it is just like, and, and the thing that's so iconic about the soap opera, why people loved it so much, is because it was based on the true story that the sultan of that era defied all Turkish law and married this woman. She, he married this woman who was the mother of his five children, and, and his mother didn't want him to marry. Nobody ever wanted him to marry one of the girls from his harem. But 
they say that she was the catalyst in him killing his best friend. All true. This is historic historical facts. And they what, made these are all true stories. Of it. It's all That's true crazy. stories. It's all true story. And that's why people love the soap opera so much is because it was true. And the queen that reigned, that defied all odds and actually made the sultan fall in love with her. She was the mother of five children for him. Her name was Huram Sultan. And the actress that played her, her name is Maryam Zadli. And I follow her Instagram and I love her. I'm a huge fan. And she's just such an iconic bitch on the show and it's like you don't fuck with her and <laughs> she would definitely be my girl and it would be just like a fun girls lunch that would be I my story um okay and then you mentioned that you well you we saw you shopping at giovanni on the show is that the same giovanni yes. from the real house of new york it is no way, such a small it is. world it is giovanni is a pioneer in evening wear they have gorgeous evening gowns they sell to a lot of high-end stores and boutiques and a very good girlfriend of of mine has worked there so she lets me come into her wholesale showroom and I buy a lot of stuff I buy I buy dresses you know my my culture we have weddings all the time and our weddings we get decked out like you're never gonna see somebody in a sundress at one of our weddings oh no honey (laughs) We whip out, we whip out like gloves and hats for the church. We're all bougie like that, and then we have dresses that just have a lot of sparkle, just like you know, like the plain, simple, classic, subdued dress. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, we don't even know what that is. We wear that to sleep. Yeah, we don't wear that to the weddings. Weddings, it's like sparkle, it's color, it's flashy. It's it's whoever's gonna make a walk, like who's ever gonna walk in and make an entrance. And that's how we pick out dresses when we go to weddings. So I go to weddings all the time. And yes, it is the same exact Giovanni. Oh my God, it's such a small world. world. Um, Okay, and what is your Starbucks order? I'm sorry, what? What is your traditional Starbucks order? It's a Dunkin' order. It's a what? Okay. Hold on one second. It's a Dunkin' Donuts order. Is that okay? Oh yeah, you're a Dunkin' Donuts girl. What's oh what do you God, get at yeah. Dunkin' Donuts? Oh my God, a large iced coffee with cream and two pumps of caramel. Okay. Um, okay, great. and then our last kind of thing is: what's the best piece of advice you've been given, and then what's one final piece of advice you want to leave our listeners with? The best piece of advice is that I have been given. A size journey is just to um, just try to be authentic and try not to say something that you think the audience wants to hear. Yeah. Because the minute I start second guessing myself is the minute that I'm going to start to lose my fan base. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that was the best advice I was given. The best advice I can give people personally is just to, you know, life is too short to not be laughing, you know? So it's like, try not to take yourself so seriously and just try to make sure you get in a good laugh every day. And if you can't give it to yourself then find someone who makes you laugh, give them a call and just get a dose because 
I feel like whatever energy you put out there is going to be the energy that's going to be around you all the time. So if you're always in a good mood and you're always laughing, then that's what the universe is going to bring you to your door. So I tell people, like, you know, have a joke, have a glass of wine, do whatever you need to to get that laugh out. And laugh out loud. I love that. Well, thank you so, so much. This was so great. We're rooting for you. If you're ever in Toronto, thank please you. let us know. We would love to take you out. I have family in Montreal, actually. I have a lot of family in Montreal. I have, my mother's Armenian. We have a big Armenian community over there. Well, thank you so much again, Jennifer. It was such a delight to chat with you. And we will be keeping up with all your antics and your life on social media. Thank you, Anil. Yes. Thank you, guys. What a gem. I'm such a fan of her. I really am rooting for her for season two. I think it's going to be another great season of The Real Houses of New Jersey. You can go back and watch the last season on Hey You. If you don't already have Hey You, you can go to www.heyyou.com backslash thirst. Thirst is with a Y. And you get a month free. And Hey You has been really, really great to go back and binge watch. Housewives, if you're ever in a bad day, there's old episodes. HD, no commercials. You can download and watch on the go. It's really great. There's some new things coming. We have Love Island Australia. You can watch the new seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashian that comes out every Monday. And Love and Hip Hop New York is coming for Love and Hip Hop fans. So, hey, you really is your go-to for reality TV. This is annoying, but I have to do it. If you are listening via iTunes, please take a moment to subscribe and write a review. And if you're not doing so already, give us a follow on social media. We're at This Is Thirst. Once again, Thirst is with a Y. I'm Anil. Thank you so much for being with us today. And we shall chat soon. Yeah.